This is the iMoveU podcast, getting you private practice ready. We give you fresh ideas on mindset, communication, and clinical skills so you can have a fulfilled career. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to episode 19 of iMoveU. And the topic today is productivity. What a time to be alive for productivity. Um, There's so many cool tools out there. And I'm just going to give you an insight into some of the productivity hacks that I've found useful for myself, um, not only as a physio, but then as a business owner. I think they're transferable. Um, There's some really fantastic journals, Google Calendar, Gmail hacks, uh, tomato timers, and just strategies you can implement to have such a better week. Uh, You'll find yourself with more clarity, better decision-making ability, less mental fatigue, and it could be the best tip or hack I give any new health professional is to get this right. Because if you get this right, um, someone referred to it earlier in the week as time travel. If you do these things well, you actually gain time and clarity and enjoy your work much, much more. So I hope after this episode, you can take two or three tips away and implement two or three things straight away and you'll feel the effects in your week, you'll feel less fatigued, you'll feel more mental clarity, and things that appeared like big challenges or procrastinations will just suddenly melt away. So episode 19 and just some housekeeping, if you haven't left us a review or a rating yet, please do. Uh, It's awesome to see them come in, and it really helps us out get this podcast, not only to Australia, but all around the world for young health professionals. And if you're keen on a one-day course uh, where we cover everything, theoretical, communication, rebooking, pay, employer expectations, and some treatment mapping, it's an awesome day, come to our one-day course in Adelaide. It's the 28th of October in Radelaide, and then we've got one back in Sydney Town, the 11th of the 11th. We've had... Oh, I'd say maybe eight or nine iMoveUs now, and it's pretty cool. I only started it February this year. We had our first one in Sydney, had to convince 12 people to come, and we've consistently had between 20 and 30 people at all the courses, and we're hitting these cities for the second or third time now, which is really exciting. So thank you for your support. But straight into it, uh, what I do is spend one hour every Sunday, one hour every Sunday can be so impactful to your week that without doing this one hour on Sunday now, I feel like my week just goes down the gurgler. So the first tip is block out one hour every Sunday. Now, there's a bit of self-awareness in this. You might be someone who would rather do that first thing in the morning. Um, Some people would like to do it at night, so they've got everything out of their head and they're ready to start their week on Monday. So I'll let you pick But the first thing is to spend one hour on a Sunday and plan your week out. This includes some time blocking, which we'll get to. But I want you to plan where you're going to do all your things, where you're going to do your one percenters, your housework, your exercise, your patients, your patient notes. Now, that one hour on a Sunday is so important to having a successful week. You'll start making better decisions. You'll start seeing more opportunities. You'll just be more efficient. So please, if you do one thing, I want you to forward plan your calendar week on a Sunday morning or Sunday night, and I'll let you decide. Now, when you do that, we'll go on to time blocking. 
For those of you who don't know, time blocking is literally just allocating a chunk of time to all the key tasks in your week that would lead you to have a really happy week. So I've got a list here to help you and I would actually encourage you all as young health professionals to time block each section of this list that I'm about to read. So I would time block in your week, in your calendar week somewhere, time for patient letters. Patient letters are one of those things that just stay on our mind and keep nagging and keep nagging and you procrastinate, you put it off, you forget, and it takes up so much mental space and fatigue that if you had to just time blocked it and put aside the 15 minutes, it turns a mountain into a molehill. And that's what we talk about being an efficient practitioner and potentially the biggest skill I would hope anyone gets out of this is efficiency and being able to have a really great week where you've achieved everything you've wanted to that week rather than just letting the week go by. You control the week. The week doesn't control you. So letters, I would recommend 15 to 25 minutes. You, When you get proficient and efficient at letters, I think you can bump out a good five or six letters in 15 to 25 minutes. I would time block admin. And this is other admin tasks that don't include letters around the clinic. Um, It might be cleaning the room up at the end of your day. It might be little loose ends, little phone calls. Uh, It might be a quick chat to a practitioner, fellow teammate about something. Notes, I would definitely time block two sessions in the week for notes. I found doing them all at the end of the week was a bit laborious. So something like 15 minutes on a Wednesday, 15 minutes on a Saturday to clean up all my patient notes. I would time block my runs in the week. 25 to 35 minutes is actually chunked away at two to three points in my week. I would time block leisure Now, there's a double win there if running is your leisure, but it might be video games, it might be reading a book, it might be reading the paper. Um, Time block your leisure. I would time block your learning. So 25 minutes, once a week, you might read two journal articles or you might watch one module of an online course. I would time block time for project. Now, a project is just something that you thought you might want to do, a Facebook page, uh, a creation, cooking, gardening, something that stimulates you in other ways. And for some people, it's the health profession itself. But for other people, it's something completely external. You need to time block project because there's something special about pursuing something either outside our day-to-day work or completely outside of our career choice. So I would time block that. It's amazing what you can achieve if you spend 25 minutes a week on something unique. The last thing I've time blocked here, because for those of you who are super uh, flexible people, don't like structure, this can seem really laborious and really like, oh crap, every minute of my week is now scheduled. It's not the case. So you need to time block time for nothingness as well. And this can be a whole day. It could be two afternoons a week. It could be two mornings a week, three hours where you have nothing planned. And you could slip your leisure into there. But even outside of that, you could just put two three-hour time chunks, 
where you've got nothing planned and it's it's a buffer, it's a safety zone, it's time to meditate, time to relax, time to spend time with your family, your partners, just go for a walk. It's important that if you adopt this productivity and efficiency hack, you do build in time for nothingness. So just recapping, we're going to spend an hour on Sunday morning or Sunday evening to plan what would look like a successful week. And to help us do that, we allocate chunks anywhere between 15 minutes to three hours to do all the key tasks in our week that will keep us fit, mentally fresh, on top of our work, on top of attracting new patients like letters uh, or phone calls. So once we've done that, it helps us not waste time and not waste us transition. We do know from neuroscience that transitioning from one task to another task is where all the procrastination happens and we can literally lose hours, 10 to 12 hours a week procrastinating, whereas time blocking takes that away from us. We literally look at our diary or our Google calendar and we switch gears and we go, aha, 25 minutes, I'm going to sit down and do my letters and then it is done. Now, there is another efficiency tip that I have found wonderful to complement the hour and the time blocking. And that's called the tomato timer. So if you go into Google and you type tomato timer, it is literally a 25 minute countdown timer. And when it gets to zero, it'll just ring. Now, this was from a book called The Pomodoro Technique, I think. And Pomodoro in Italian translates to tomato, I think. That's really poor for me being half Italian. So what they found is we work really well when we know task and we have a very strict time limitation. Now, what I've found is when I put the tomato timer on, those notes that I was stressing about all week literally get done in 25 minutes. The patient phone calls I was supposed to do literally gets done in 25 minutes. And it is amazing what you can do in 25 minutes. It also trains the brain to work faster and more efficiently and you start to get better and better at your processes and systems. So you've got three tips already. Uh, time uh, One hour on a Sunday to plan the week. Time block those key tasks. Use the tomato timer whilst you're in the time blocks to stay on task and put a bit of positive time pressure on yourself. A couple of other things is uh, around the clinic, I would recommend doing your letters, admin and patient phone calls at the clinic. I'll let you be the judge and that self-awareness really kicks in again. Some people just really love leaving the clinic and getting it done on their day off for an hour in the morning. But I would just go to a quiet room in your clinic or close the curtain or let your team members know, hey guys, I've just got a time block to look after some admin. Could I just have some quiet time in the bottom room by myself? And if you do that and leave work without your letters, phone calls, and admin tasks done because you've time blocked 25 minutes, that is an amazing feeling when you get to Friday or Saturday and your week is gone. It's behind you. There's nothing hanging over from the last week. Now, what I found is two to three blocks of 25 minutes was enough to leave that week behind me and have my calls done, my notes done, and any letters done. So that's around 50 minutes to an hour and 15 and I think that's a really reasonable and fair amount of time to allocate per week for your admin tasks. 
which are not only beneficial for your patient outcomes, they're beneficial for your clinic and they're beneficial for you. Those one percenters really add up over time and practitioners that do those one percenters well are usually the busier practitioners and they usually get better patient outcomes because there's better communication between other health professionals, for example. So it's one of those things that can have such a huge negative mental impact if you let it weigh on your mind and clutter your mind and cause mental fatigue, whereas if you just had three 25-minute chunks time blocked and you know that that is all you need, you don't think about it because it's put away and it gets done in 50 minutes to an hour and 15 minutes rather than weighing you down, procrastinating, taking two, three, four hours. Now, it's a bane of most health professionals' existence, the admin, but when you boil down to it and you get proficient and efficient, it only has to take you around an hour a week. So that is very possible. And really, that's what I want for all health professionals because it sucks. We're good at interaction. We're good at communicating and educating and helping our patients. We all hate admin. Make it easier on yourself. Leave the week behind you. Start a new week fresh. So I hope that you implement those time blocks throughout the week. Give yourself two or three short time blocks rather than saying, okay, on a Saturday, I'm going to sit down and do an hour, 15 minutes straight of admin because that's really difficult and I haven't seen many people do that successfully. A couple of other tips just to wrap up the productivity episode to go along with those is I like to put in a big three, which are the three things that I must achieve this week to make this week great. And they're not normally the admin or the 1% tasks. They're normally the big tasks, the things that really excite me and that are either going to help me significantly or help my team members significantly. For example, if my main focus for the quarter is getting a particular team member busier, I would block out that the, the one thing I want to achieve this week is launch a Facebook campaign for X practitioner. And, you know, if I had a poor week and didn't get a 1% percenter done, but I got that done, it would make me still feel like the week was a success. You don't want to have ended the week having done a chunk of your one percenters, but not having done two or three big actions that make you feel good. For me, the big actions normally revolve around self. So something that uh, stimulates me and gives me mental energy back normally revolves around team. So helping my team be better practitioners, whether it's mentoring or getting them busier via a Facebook campaign. So they're the type of things that I would include in my big three. And I'll leave it up to you what, what you would deem a successful week for you. One last tip to wrap up the episode is Inbox Zero. Uh, we, we often very cluttered people. Now, we know there's two types of people, right? There's the type of person that has 15,000 emails in their inbox. And then there's the people that have like 12 with 100 different folder types. I'll leave it to you to guess which one I am. Um, so I have found for mental clarity, particularly when you become a health professional, you will get patient emails and GP emails is you should try to enter the week at inbox zero. It's another one of those things that causes mental fatigue that weighs us down and affects our ability to make good decisions and see opportunities come our way. If we're mentally fatigued, 
the ability to make great decisions, have great interactions does decrease. We know that it's science. So this episode is about helping you have a great week and helping you seize more opportunities through the week and make the best of every patient interaction. Because I would agree that that's kind of, that's kind of what we want to have. We, we all want to be performing at close to our best for our patients every day. And it's really hard when we've got a lot of tasks. So the last tip here is get to inbox zero. Now, some people do this at the end of their week, like a Friday, Saturday. Some people do it on that Sunday night, Monday morning. And again, it's a time block thing where I make sure I'm at inbox zero or I've at least replied to all the emails from that week. So that are, or they are, losing my words, they are my productivity tips. And like this is an episode that's quite close to my heart because having employed a bunch of new health professionals over the last five years, the one thing in common at the start is it is very overwhelming. And the overwhelm stems from not the, not the actual treating. And I think that surprises us. The actual treating is when we get into good flow and good zen and we attack the problems. We don't have knowledge. We don't have great knowledge of our consults at the start, but we enjoy it as positive mental challenge. Now, when you add in that mental challenge with some more draining tasks like calls, admin, GP letters, finding time to do your 1% as an exercise, that's what becomes overwhelming as a new health professional. So I would say that this could be one of the more important episodes and one of the more important things that you listen to and actually apply now to start nailing your week and give you a huge head start in your first three years as a health professional. So they're they're my productivity, efficiency, proficiency hacks. Please implement two or three of them straight away. And anyone who does, I would love to hear your feedback. Maybe jump on Facebook and say, I tried the tomato timer, it was awesome. Or I tried time blocking and it made a difference. So please give this a go. Please implement as soon as you finish listening to this, start time blocking and planning your week. will make a massive difference to your energy positivity and productivity guys thank you very much for listening episode 19 i'll see you in episode 20 have a good week this is the iMove you podcast getting you private practice ready we give you fresh ideas on mindset communication and clinical skills so you can have a fulfilled career